0: section twenty one of unbeaten tracks in japan by isabella l bird this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by Avai in may two thousand and twelve letter seventeen ichi july twelfth Two foreign ladies, two fair-haired foreign infants, a long-haired foreign dog, and a foreign gentleman, who, without these accompaniments, might have escaped notice, attracted a large but kindly crowd to the canal side when I left Niigata. The natives bore away the children on their shoulders, the Fisans walked to the extremity of the canal to bid me good-bye the sampan shot out upon the broad swirling flood of the shinano and an awful sense of loneliness fell upon me we crossed the shinano pulled up the narrow embanked shinkawa had a desperate struggle with the flooded aganokawa were much impeded by strings of nauseous manure boats on the narrow discolored kajikawa wondered at the interminable melon and cucumber fields and at the odd river life and after hard polling for six hours reached kisaki having accomplished exactly ten miles then three kurumas with trotting runners took us twenty miles at the low rate of four and a half sen per ri. in one place a board closed the road but on representing to the chief man of the village that the traveller was a foreigner he courteously allowed me to pass the Express Agent, having accompanied me thus far to see that I got through all right, the road was tolerably populous throughout the day's journey, and the farming villages, which extended much of the way, Tsuiji, Kazayanage, Mono, and Mari, were neat, and many of the farms had bamboo fences to screen them from the road it was on the whole a pleasant country and the people though little clothed did not look either poor or very dirty the soil was very light and sandy there were in fact pine barrens sandy ridges with nothing on them but spindly scotch firs and fir scrub but the sandy levels between them being heavily manured and cultivated like gardens bore splendid crops of cucumbers trained like peas melons vegetable marrow arum esculentum sweet potatoes maize, tea tiger-lilies beans and onions and extensive orchards with apples and pears trained literally on trellis-work eight feet high were a novelty in the landscape though we were all day drawing nearer to mountains wooded to their summits on the east the amount of vegetation was not burdensome the rice swamps were few and the air felt drier and less relaxing as my runners were trotting merrily over one of the pine barrens i met dr palm returning from one of his medical religious expeditions with a tandem of two naked coolies who were going over the ground at a great pace and I wished that some of the most state directors of the Edinburgh Medical Missionary Society could have the shock of seeing him. I shall not see a European again for some weeks. From Zuiji, a very neat village where we changed Kurumas, we were jolted along over a shingly road to Nakajo, a considerable town just within treaty limits the japanese doctors there as in other places are dr palm's cordial helpers and five or six of them whom he regards as possessing the rare virtues of candour earnestness and single-mindedness and who have studied english medical works have clubbed together to establish the dispensary and under dr palm's instructions are even carrying out the antiseptic treatment successfully after some ludicrous failures we dashed through nakajo as kuruma runners always dash through towns and villages got out of it in a drizzle upon an avenue of firs three or four deep which extends from nakajo to kurokawa and for some miles beyond were jolted over a damp valley on which tea and rice alternated crossed two branches of the shingli kurokawa on precarious bridges rattled into the town of kurokawa much decorated with flags and lanterns where the people were all congregated at a shrine where there was much drumming and a few girls much painted and bedizened were dancing or posturing on a raised and covered platform in honor of the god of the place whose matsuri or festival it was and out again to be mercilessly jolted under the firs in the twilight to a solitary house where the owner made some difficulty about receiving us as his license did not begin till the next day but eventually succumbed and gave me his one upstairs room exactly five feet high which hardly allowed of my standing upright with my hat on he then rendered it suffocating by closing the amado, for the reason often given that if he left them open and the house was robbed, the police would not only blame him severely, but would not take any trouble to recover his property. He had no rice, so I indulged in a feast of delicious cucumbers. I never saw so many eaten as in that district. Children gnaw them all day long, and even babies on their mothers' backs suck them with avidity just now they are sold for a sen a dozen it is a mistake to arrive at a yadoya after dark even if the best rooms are not full it takes fully an hour to get my food and the room ready and meanwhile i cannot employ my time usefully because of the mosquitoes there was heavy rain all night accompanied by the first wind that i have heard since landing and the fitful creaking of the pines and the drumming from the shrine made me glad to get up at sunrise or rather at daylight for there has not been a sunrise since i came or a sunset either that day we travelled by Seki to kawaguchi in kurumas that is we were sometimes bumped over stones sometimes deposited on the edge of a quagmire and asked to get out and sometimes compelled to walk for two or three miles at a time along the infamous bridle track above the river up which two men could hardly push and haul an empty vehicle and as they often had to lift them bodily and carry them for some distance i was really glad when we reached the village of kawaguchi to find that they could not go farther though as we could only get one horse i had to walk the last stage in a torrent of rain poorly protected by my paper waterproof cloak we are now in the midst of the great central chain of the japanese mountains which extends almost without a break for nine hundred miles and is from forty to one hundred miles in width broken up into interminable ranges traversable only by steep passes from one thousand to five thousand feet in height with innumerable rivers ravines and valleys the heights and ravines heavily timbered the rivers impetuous and liable to freshets and the valleys invariably terraced for ice it is in the valleys that the villages are found and regions more isolated i have never seen shut out by bad roads from the rest of japan the houses are very poor the summer costume of the men consists of the maro only and that of the women of trousers with an open shirt and when we reached kurosawa last night it had dwindled to trousers only there is little traffic and very few horses are kept one two or three constituting the livestock of a large village the shops such as they are contain the barest necessaries of life millet and buckwheat rather than rice with the universal daikon are the staples of diet the climate is wet in summer and bitterly cold in winter even now it is comfortless enough for the people to come in wet just to warm the tips of their fingers at the irori stifled the while with the stinging smoke while the damp wind flaps the torn paper of the windows about and damp draughts sweep the ashes over the tatami until the house is hermetically sealed at night these people never know anything of what we regard as comfort and in the long winter, when the wretched bridle tracks are blocked by snow and the freezing wind blows strong, and the families huddle round the smoking fire by their doleful glimmer of the andon, without work, books, or play, to shiver through the long evenings in chilly dreariness, and herd together for warmth at night like animals, their condition must be as miserable as anything short of grinding poverty can make it i saw things at their worst that night as i tramped into the hamlet of Numa, down whose sloping street a swollen stream was running which the people were banking out of their houses i was wet and tired and the woman at the one wretched yadoya met me saying i'm sorry it's very dirty and quite unfit for so honourable a guest and she was right For the one room was up a ladder, the windows were in tatters, there was no charcoal for a hibachi, no eggs, and the rice was so dirty and so full of a small black seed as to be unfit to eat. Worse than all, there was no transport office, the hamlet did not possess a horse, and it was only by sending to a farmer five miles off, and by much bargaining, that I got on the next morning. In estimating the number of people in a given number of houses in Japan, it is usual to multiply the houses by five, but I had the curiosity to walk through Numa and get Ito to translate the tallies which hang outside all Japanese houses, with the names, number and sexes of their inmates, and in twenty-four houses there were three hundred and seven people in some there were four families the grandparents the parents the eldest son with his wife and family and a daughter or two with their husbands and children the eldest son who inherits the house and land almost invariably brings his wife to his father's house where she often becomes little better than a slave to her mother-in-law By rigid custom she literally forsakes her own kindred, and her filial duty is transferred to her husband's mother, who often takes a dislike to her, and instigates her son to divorce her if she has no children. My hostess had induced her son to divorce his wife, and she could give no better reason for it than that she was lazy. The Numa people, she said, had never seen a foreigner— so though the rain still fell heavily they were astir in the early morning they wanted to hear me speak so i gave my orders to ito in public yesterday was a most toilsome day mainly spent in stumbling up and sliding down the great passes of futai takanasu and Yenoiki, all among forest-covered mountains deeply cleft by forest-choked ravines, with now and then one of the snowy peaks of Aizu breaking the monotony of the ocean of green. The horse's shoes were tied and untied every few minutes, and we made just a mile an hour. At last we were deposited in a most unpromising place in the hamlet of Tabagawa, and were told that a rice merchant, after waiting for three days, had got every horse in the country. At the end of two hours chaffering, one baggage coolie was produced, some of the things were put on the rice-horses, and a steed with a pack-saddle was produced for me, in the shape of a plunk and pretty little cow, which carried me safely over the magnificent pass of Ori, and down to the town of Okimi among rice-fields where in a drowning rain i was glad to get shelter with a number of coolies by a wood fire till another pack cow was produced and we walked on through the rice fields and up into the hills again to kurosawa where i had intended to remain but there was no inn and the farmhouse where they take in travellers besides being on the edge of a malarious pond and being dark and full of stinging smoke, was so awfully dirty and full of living creatures, that, exhausted as I was, I was obliged to go on. But it was growing dark, there was no transport office, and for the first time the people were very slightly extortionate, and drove Ito nearly to his wit's end. The peasants do not like to be out after dark, for they are afraid of ghosts and all sorts of devilments, and it was difficult to induce them to start so late in the evening. There was not a house clean enough to rest in, so I sat on a stone and thought about the people for over an hour. Children with scald heads, scabies, and sore eyes swarmed. Every woman carried a baby on her back, and every child who could stagger under one carried one too. Not one woman wore anything but cotton trousers. One woman reeled about drunk and disorderly. Ito sat on a stone hiding his face in his hands, and when I asked him if he were ill, he replied in a most lamentable voice, "'I don't know what I'm to do. I'm so ashamed for you to see such things.' The boy is only 18, and I pitied him. I asked him if women were often drunk, and he said they were in Yokohama, but they usually kept in their houses. He says that when their husbands give them money to pay bills at the end of a month, they often spend it in sake, and that they sometimes get sake in shops and have it put down as rice or tea. The Old, Old Story I looked at the dirt and barbarism, and asked if this were the Japan of which I had read. Yet a woman in this unseemly costume firmly refused to take the two or three sen which it is usual to leave at a place where you rest, because she said that I had had water and not tea, and after I had forced it on her she returned it to Ito, and this redeeming incident sent me away much comforted. From Numa the distance here is only one and a half ri, but it is over the steep pass of Honokki, which is ascended and descended by hundreds of crude stone steps, not pleasant in the dark. On this pass I saw birches for the first time. At its foot we entered Yamagata-ken by a good bridge, and shortly reached this village, in which an unpromising-looking farmhouse is the only accommodation but though all the rooms but two are taken up with silkworms those two are very good and look upon a miniature lake and rockery the one objection to my room is that to get either in or out of it i must pass through the other which is occupied by five tobacco merchants who are waiting for transport and who while away the time by strumming on that instrument of dismay the samisen no horses or cows can be got for me so i am spending the day quietly here rather glad to rest for i am much exhausted when i am suffering much from my spine ito always gets into a fright and thinks i am going to die as he tells me when i am better but shows his anxiety by a short surely manner which is most disagreeable he thinks we shall never get through the interior Mr. Brunton's excellent map fails in this region, so it is only by fixing on the well-known city of Yamagata and devising routes to it that we get on. Half the evening is spent in consulting Japanese maps, if we can get them, and in questioning the housemaster and transport agent, and any chance travellers, but the people know nothing beyond the distance of a few ri, and the agents seldom tell one anything beyond the next stage. When I inquire about the unbeaten tracks that I wish to take, the answers are, it's an awful road through mountains, or there are many bad rivers to cross, or there are none but farmers' houses to stop at. No encouragement is ever given, but we get on, and shall get on, I doubt not, though the hardships are not what I would desire in my present state of health. Very few horses are kept here. Cows and coolies carry much of the merchandise, and women as well as men carry heavy loads. A baggage coolie carries about fifty pounds, but here merchants carrying their own goods from Yamagata actually carry from ninety to one hundred forty pounds, and even more. It is sickening to meet these poor fellows struggling over the mountain passes in evident distress. Last night five of them were resting on the summit ridge of a pass, gasping violently. Their eyes were starting out. All their muscles, rendered painfully visible by their leanness, were quivering. Rills of blood from the bite of insects, which they cannot drive away, were literally running all over their naked bodies, washed away here and there by copious perspiration." truly in the sweat of their brows they were eating bread and earning an honest living for their families suffering and hard worked as they were they were quite independent i have not seen a beggar or beggary in this strange country the women were carrying seventy pounds these burden bearers have their backs covered by a thick pad of plaited straw on this rests a ladder curved up at the lower end like the runners of a sleigh on this the load is carefully packed till it extends from below the man's waist to a considerable height above his head it is covered with waterproof paper securely roped and thatched with straw and is supported by a broad padded band just below the collar bones of course as the man walks nearly bent double and the position is a very painful one he requires to stop and straighten himself frequently and unless he meets with a bank of convenient height he rests the bottom of his burden on a short stout pole with an l-shaped top carried for this purpose the carrying of enormous loads is quite a feature of this region And so, I am sorry to say, are red-stinging ants and the small gadflies which molest the coolies. Yesterday's journey was eighteen miles in twelve hours. Ichinono is a nice industrious hamlet, given up, like all others, to rearing silkworms, and the pure white and sulphur-yellow cocoons are drying on mats in the sun everywhere. I.L.B., End of section 21